0: Welcome to the Attract and Stand Out Podcast by my mom, Darlene Holly. You're listening to the Attract and Stand Out Podcast, created for ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to build real relationships, influence others, and make an impact with everyone they meet. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, and I'm a mom of four, a wife, a storyteller, dream builder, and a personal branding and business coach. On the show, you'll hear real conversations about what it means to run your own business, what success actually looks like, and how you can overcome obstacles that get in your way. We're growing businesses with less hustle and more ease, transforming your mindset and inspiring you to get moving and to follow your dreams. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, friends. Welcome back. Are you ready to create a profitable service-based personal brand and business? Download my brand new workbook and you'll learn my signature six-step process to create a successful business with less hustle and more ease. It's got easy action steps ready to implement into your business immediately so that you can start creating a business that you love. Head over to bit.ly backslash attract and stand out online to download your workbook today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Attract and Stand Out podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, And woo, I am excited for today's interview. You guys are in for a treat. You get to meet one of my amazing Clubhouse friends because we've never actually met in person, but me and my guest um, jam almost weekly on Clubhouse together, having amazing conversations all about speaking up for the ideas and matters that mean so much, much to you. And my guest today is Lena Ehrenberg. She helps women identify and embrace their particular qualities that make them unique so they can show up fully as themselves in all of their relationships, whether it's family, friendship, business, romance. Um, she has been on multiple radio programs, podcasts, TEDx stages, and she's giving hundreds of women um, the ability to really discover their true identity and find out who they truly are. So Lena, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today.
1: I'm excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, it's always fun, especially when I know my guests. A lot of my guests, I I don't have a chance to know before our conversation, so I'm getting to know them right with. So it's always fun when I have somebody that I know a little bit and I can um, have a fun conversation with. So thanks Thanks, thanks for saying yes and going on this journey. And I know a little bit about your story, but I'm hoping that we'll uncover some new things that I don't know today as well, because that's, I think, the best part about being podcast hosts so I get to yeah. hear all kinds of cool stories. <laughs> so take us back a little bit. Tell us a little bit about who you are, how you came to do the work that you're doing. Like, how did you get on this journey that you're on today?
1: Well, um, the first thing that's coming to me to, to say about that is that I've always considered myself a very practical person. And so when I started hearing about friends who were going to workshops and reading books and maybe going to these weekend experiences, and there was this whole revolution in evolution about people wanting to really up-level and grow and change themselves, the story that I told myself was, well... I've been told all my life that I'm a smart girl. Did you, you probably did. Did you get called smart girl? Mm, Occasionally, yeah. 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 So I mean, you know, because it takes one to know one and we all know each other and when you get called smart girl, like at least for me, I thought that meant I was supposed to know how to do everything. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Or if I didn't know right in that moment, I had to be the one to figure it out. And and so that's how I had lived my whole life. And so I I didn't understand the idea of going and doing and and being involved in all of that. So I I was not into that. And yet being a smart girl who over the years has evolved and is continuing to evolve into becoming a wise woman, it started to occur to me that maybe i didn't know everything in the world that i needed to know to have the kind of life that i wanted to have and really if there's one defining moment in my story for me i think that it is that i woke up on the morning of a very big birthday and i opened my eyes and without even realizing it i said the words out loud i am so bored And then all of a sudden I was like, who said that? And I realized it was me. Like I literally, the words came out of my mouth and I started to think about that. And I was like, why am I bored? And lying in bed that morning, I really gave myself the opportunity to really dig deep on that. And I realized, wow, okay, I am at this big age in my life. And I was 49 at the time. I'll say that. And I just started taking an inventory and I, I was not in a relationship at the time in a romantic relationship. And I would have loved to have more friendship relationships. I would have loved to have better, more fulfilling, more enriched as I like to say, relationships with my family and with the friends that I did have. And so I, my career, I had been acting for very many years and I did some acting work. I did some um, festival films and I did a little TV. I um, did a lot of commercials. I had a really, really successful national commercial. So as much as I did work, I didn't look at it as a career and what came to me finally was that I had been living the life that other people expected me to live and wanted me to live. And I was living a life that made other people feel comfortable and feel safe on my behalf. And that was what started me realizing that. I wanted more. I wanted different. And I wanted to figure out what was out there in the world. And And so that's when I had that aha moment of, oh, maybe I already don't. I, I don't already know. Because here's what I realized was the trap that we fall into. When we think that we need to figure it all out for ourselves, we can only pick from what we already know or what we've already heard about. Which is why I just want to share this kind of an aside. But I will not ever again ask a teenager what they want to do with their lives. I just won't because that's so not fair. Because they all they could only answer from that what they already know. And you know, I I feel like we need to get out in the world, we need to let teenagers get out in the world. We need to all kind of see what's out there and then they can start to think about what do you think you might wanna do? Anyway, so that was, so there was that part of it. And so that's what started me on my journey of realizing, okay, well, if all that I know and I keep implementing is only going to get me a little bit more of what I already have, then, oh, maybe that's why people go to coaches and go to workshops and read books and, you know, bring the outside world into their consciousness. And that's what I started to do.
0: Yeah. It's that saying, we don't know what we don't know.
1: Exactly.
0: And it's so interesting, right? Like we, we think we know so much information and we have it all together and we can make these really informed decisions. But when we look at like the grander scheme of things like there's so much that we're learning there's so much that we're continuously you know taking in whether it's you know podcasts or radio or reading a book or watching a show or taking a workshop or speaking to a coach or like all those different pieces and it's interesting that we like we think that we like know what's all can happen but then when we like really start exploring like there's so much so many like pockets that we haven't even you know dived into before
1: yeah yeah, this is a huge world. We can't possibly know all the opportunities in it. And and that's not to say that if we wait till we're 25 or 30, you know, it's not about saying, okay, well, by this time, whatever I know by then, then I'll pick. It's, I mean, you know, this is one of the things we talk about every week on Clubhouse, that it's a constant evolution of thought and it's a constant growth process and it's constantly. I want to know more tomorrow than I knew last week. That's the goal. And, and that's never going to change. So, I mean, it will change. It will keep evolving.
0: Yeah. I was just talking with a client and we were talking about how like the evolution of like, we're not necessarily competing against other people. It's really like we're competing against ourselves for like, do I know something more today? Can I make a better informed decision because I've taken the time to research and study and, listen and observe and journal and get still and like, listen to my gut and my heart and sometimes stay out of our head, which, you know, sometimes we get too logical and try to like play things a safe way because yes. does this make sense? Yes. <laughs> I think when we step into that space where we just get curious and allow ourselves to be open, like there's so much that can shift inside of us. And then I think it, when we shift other people see those shifts and it like, does that ripple effect into the world? Exactly. So tell us a little bit then, like with the work that you're doing today and like supporting people with their relationships and really embracing who they truly are, like how did some of those pieces start to transpire for you on this journey?
1: Right. So um, after I made that decision that, okay, not only is it okay to seek outside influence, but it's actually, or influence or support or knowledge, let's say knowledge. To broaden my my knowledge base, Um, then I started looking around, and I wasn't dating, so I spend a lot of time at home on Friday and Saturday nights, and I love to watch PBS because here's me, I can be entertained and learn things. And oh gosh, I wish I had thought, I wish I could think of her name. There is an author there there used to be a TV show on Saturday nights on my local PBS station where they interviewed authors specifically. And so I was watching it one night and there was a woman on who was an author of multiple books about relationships. And she also... I had, this is the first time I heard of her and she had an empire. She taught workshops and she taught classes and she had people who taught for her and she traveled all over the world. And there was this entire world of, of her work. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was the first time in my life, Darlene, that I ever, while I was still watching a TV program, picked up my phone and ordered her books Hmm. and Um, I think I ordered like three or four of them in one shot. And when they arrived, I just read them and loved them. And it got, that was my start of my journey of looking to see how I could learn. And then eventually I, um, I got an email. This is the story about how, when we finally, Put a foot on the path, the universe will rise up to meet us and to help us. So I got an email one day from a couple who were coaches. It's a married couple. They coached men and women separately, but also couples in relationships. And it was this email announcing that they were going to have a summit and a summit of coaches is generally, it'll go on for two weeks or, or a month. And there's one coach or one couple hosting it, and they have different other coaches on every day. So at the end of 30 days, I was going to get to meet like 35 or 40 coaches all online. I had never, ever, ever before received an email from this couple. Ever. And there was no reason why I ought to have received that one, except the universe said, okay, let's go. Yeah. So, so I did it. I, I attended this um, every day for 30 days. I logged on at five o'clock and I listened for an hour. And toward the end of the 30 days, there was one coach who really resonated with me. And here's me going back to my practicality and being a smart girl she was talking about, um, even though she was a romantic relationship coach, she was talking very specifically about a program that she had to learn how to communicate, for women to learn how to talk to men. And I said, okay, that's practical enough for me. I still wasn't in the space of just turning myself over to a coach, just thinking that someone's going to teach me how to be or how to live a part of my life that I ought to know how to do. So, but I remember saying, "Mm, communication, yeah, that's a real thing. And I know that I need to be better at that. So that was my entree. So I did her five-week course and The funny thing about that is when I got to the end, I had been dating somebody for a short time. And when I got to the end of her course, I knew that that relationship really needed to be complete. And I had the words to be able to have a really honest, open, respectful conversation with this person. And he was responding in kind. And it was the first time in my life that a relationship ended and I was actually able to stay friends with this person. And so the joke was for me, her communication course didn't get me into a relationship, but it got me out of one in a really healthy, respectful, loving way. And that is worth its weight in gold as well. So, so there was that. And so then after that, I went to one of her... Weekend workshops where she was promoting a year long program. I met phenomenal women on that weekend. And of all of those phenomenal women, a few of us did decide to take the plunge. I invested in a year long program for myself, which again, smart girl came from a background of always having to figure it out for myself. And why would I spend money on that? But I saw the value in it. And I decided for myself that the quality of my relationships had really not been what I would want or hope for. And so I thought, you know what, I think I have more work to do on myself. I did not set the goal of coming out of that year engaged. I, and And some people did, and I think that's phenomenal, and they achieved that. I saw a lot of people achieve that goal that they had set. I achieved the goal that I set, which was, I wanted to have a better, healthier, more loving, more respectful, more enriched relationship with myself, and I did. And that's something, yeah, and that is something that I tell all of my clients that the only relationship that we are all guaranteed to be in till death do us part is the one we have with ourselves. And so that really, really deserves our attention and our investment. And during that program like i said i mean i am still friends with and very close friends with a a few of the women who i met going through that year and and i've traveled with them and you know it's just water finds its own level right we all found a group where not only were we trying to improve and to grow but also we're big travelers and so we have that in common and um we would, you know, help each other going through the program. We'd, you know, study together or ask each other questions or kind of try to support each other in whatever way we could. And one of, one of the women started saying to me, well, you know, you'd be a really good coach. I think you're really good at this. And that's not what I was there for. And I couldn't even hear that yet. And so I, I, I said, no, mm -mm, no, mm, hard no. And, um, but she said it a couple more times and I was still like, "Hmm, no, not, not resonating for me. And then for the following year, after I had graduated out of that and was continuing to find other avenues for myself to continue to learn and grow um, and doing a whole bunch of other coaching programs as well. Um, I I started to have interactions. I was working a full-time job in a corporation at the time. And I would notice that people just started conversations with me and they would bring up things perhaps that were bothering them, whether it was about work or not about work. And I would just, I found myself in these conversations without even really realizing it. And what I did realize was within the space of two weeks, Three different people who were acquaintances at best all said the same exact thing to me. They all said, Wow, I never thought of it that way. I feel so much better now. Thank you. And I thought, Oh, okay. So there's something about me that, and somebody once said this to me, a teacher of mine, an acting teacher of mine once said to me, you turn on the lights. I was like, wow, okay. And, but I didn't, when he said it, I hadn't seen how it played out for other people. And that's what it is. I'm able to really hear something in the story that someone's presenting and tease out, like my friend calls it the little nugget. Like what's what's the key or a key? There could be a lot, you know, but I can always pull out at least one, because it'll tickle the back of my head. Somebody will say something and I'll be like, huh, do they even realize that they just said that? I bet they don't even realize that they're thinking that. And that's the conversation that I'll have with them. And because whatever we're experiencing in our lives, whatever actions we're taking, whatever is happening in a moment, it's coming out of what we're thinking. And so it's really, really imperative for us to really know what are we thinking? And so it was after that, you know, like if you're not going to listen to a friend who tells you something, you're going to listen to a stranger. Right. So I started to think, OK, maybe she had a point. These people are telling me something. And and so and that's when I started to to pursue it or or be open to pursuing the idea of of. And it's really about paying it forward. It's really the the best coaches that I've ever had were the ones who really had transformative experiences for themselves and then wanted to share that with other people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, w- while you were talking, I was kind of giggling because so many coaches that I talk to have that similar story where people, like I know for myself, like I was always, in, even in high school, like I was always the person people came to if they had something going on, they wanted my thoughts, they wanted to like share what was going on. I would ask questions, like, you know, help support them. And that was something that, you know, we're, before I had even heard of coaching, I didn't even know what a coach was. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I've been doing this my whole entire life. How funny. There's a name for it. right? And <laughs> so many coaches that I talked to, like, were, we're the, the helpers of the world, the people that, you know, are really good at listening and asking thought-provoking questions and helping people really see the beauty within themselves. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that so many of us coaches have such a, a similar story, but so so different at the same time.
1: Yeah, I said yeah. the same exact words to myself. I that was part of all of that too. You're reminding me. I said, "Oh, I've been doing this all my life. I thought I was just pushy."
0: <laughs> I call it curious. I'm a very well, inset. Like I, I was joking yeah. recently because my my daughter she just turned 11. And she's a very, um, at first I used the word nosy and I was like, she's so nosy. Like she literally is like, if there's an adult conversation happening, she will leave what all the kids are doing and she's like listening and learning and she prefer to walk with me and like my girlfriends versus like sometimes her friends, because we're talking about juicier conversations. Yeah. And I laughed because as I called it nosy, I started to realize, I was like, oh, she's just like her mom. Yeah. She's very curious. I was like, it's that not necessarily like nosy, it's curious. And I was like, I can envision, you know, her in the future being, you know, some kind of coach or helper or healer to support other people. Cause she's just really gifted at, you know, listening and she's taking it all in and she's processing and, you know, pulling know her thoughts into it and she it's how she's learning
1: and having the cure and and hearing you say that I think that having the curiosity is really the difference between wanting to pull out what is what is truly inherent in that person versus imposing what you think mm
0: -hmm. for
1: that person
0: yeah
1: yeah, that's the beauty of it.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool when you can like see it in somebody else, because so often when we're living it, like you were just sharing with your story, like we, we know it, we hear it, but we don't really internalize it until we're ready to hear that message yeah. the way that we need. Cause who knows? Like if somebody would have said, you know, you should be a coach, darling. When I was in high school, I would have been like, what the heck's a coach? I would paid no attention. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't in a place, but then when I found business coaching and saw that this could be you know a career path and something that i was passionate about doing and i like i saw all the the ducks kind of line up and i was like oh like this is what i'm supposed to do this totally yeah. makes sense it feels in alignment it was bringing me joy like when i think back to retail management i didn't love all the aspects that came with retail management right but i loved the the employee interactions and helping my employees move up within the company or sometimes move up into other companies because a lot of them are in college and doing a lot of different things. And so they would always bounce ideas and I would support them in those ways. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is, this lights me up. This is exciting. I want more of this. <laughs> like, how yeah. do I do this? Cause I, I don't have to do the parts that I don't want to do. I can do the parts that I'm really gifted at, that I'm good yeah. at. So yeah. tell me a little bit, like, as you've, you know, started your business and been putting yourself out there and really doing work that you love and helping people like identify, the conversations they need to have and to communicate better. Like what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've seen for yourself doing that type of work?
1: The challenges that I've seen for myself doing that type of work, hmm. Um, I think that it's a combination. I think that part of it is, well, it's the internal dialogue really right and it's 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 two conflicting ideas that just aren't true one of which is well you're not done yet so who are you and it's also you are how do i want to say this it's not for you. It, it's kind of hearkening back a little bit to the, the thought, you know, from, from the past of, no, I'm a smart girl. I'm supposed to figure it out for myself. So it's kind of, is it even okay? Aren't other people supposed to be figuring it out for themselves too? You know, which may sound odd, but it's a kind of a combination of those two things. But I think the bigger thing is, and especially I talked to other coaches and, and, all of us even though we may have learned more about coaching than other people and so it's what we what we do and and what we have to offer we can't ever be done either. It Just like we talked about at the beginning, it's all everyone's life is an ever evolving process. So we really have to kick that thought to the curb of, well, you're not done yet. You're not perfect yet. You're not, you know, oh, this thing, well, this isn't X percentage better than it was last week. So, you know, but I think that's what is, difficult for me. And it is to stick to the straight and narrow path, which is that I'm very clear. My clients are the experts in their lives. I'm the expert in bringing these tools and techniques to them that will enable them to implement differently than they've been implementing before and achieve different results. That's where the transformation comes in. I'm not telling anybody who they are, you know, and we talked about this a little beforehand. I've been talking a lot more lately about identity and really, really it's for each of us to understand and embrace who we are and take ourselves out into the world. And and that's why the very first thing I do with all of my clients is we talk about values. And I have a a process, um, an exercise that we go through over the course of a couple of weeks to really enable her to understand her values and to be really clear about, is this true for me? Is this who I am right now? Or is it something that I think I'm supposed to want or something I think I'm supposed to like, All right? It's all of those things that brought me into this in the first place, all the questions that I was asking myself is what I take my clients through at the very beginning. Because especially when we're talking about um, romantic relationships, if that's the goal, if that's what we're coaching about, then what I want to reassure my clients and anyone who's listening now is that this is what attracted me to the title of your podcast, attract and stand out. And the best way for you to stand out in any crowd is to fully embrace and be
0: you. Yeah. So true, that's why I (laughs) make, that's like the premise of the work that I do, right? Is that ability that we can really call in and attract the right people. And by sharing who we are, sharing our thoughts, our opinions, our values, our viewpoints, our stances, you know, having a rant occasionally because we think a little bit differently than maybe typically people do within the industry that we're in.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can really catapult you into really calling in the right people because we're not for everybody. We're not all vanilla ice cream. Like there's so much nuance to each of us and like how we show up and like you were talking about values and my community knows that values are super important to me. Like that, that's something that it's so powerful when we can get clear on what our values actually are versus like you said, like the values that have been like that we should have or that other people have imposed on us or what we learned through our family through generations of, you know, trauma, typically, like right, there's so much um, generational trauma that gets um, handed down. We can identify who we truly are and how we want to be, and show up in that true, authentic way. So much can shift with relationships and the people that you know, whether it's you know spouses or kids, families, clients, all of those people. I can really see you for who you truly are. Yeah, and you can own like your space and your story and your being Mm -hmm. without having to over explain or put on that mask or, you know, put on the sunglasses and hide behind those pieces, you can really let people see you. And that's when you can shine. That's when you can how that ripple effect of your passion go out in the world and people see like what you're up to and how you're you know here for, for the change and the good the better good of the world.
1: Yeah There's also a lot of habit that gets passed down in a family and that goes back to asking a young person what they want to do. They look around their family or they look around their community. And I mean now with the internet, awesome. The world is at our fingertips, except if we're not in a family unit or in any other kind of community up to that point that has promoted larger thinking, even though we know that there's a big world out there, we might not realize that out there could include us as well.
0: Yeah. That's so true. Like my second oldest is go, he's going to be a senior in high school this year. And so we're looking at college stuff and like starting to think about, you know, what he wants to be when he grows up and there's so much out there and you're so right. Like most of us see like, okay, this is what my parents did. So like if my my parents are not doctors, but say they were like, I know a lot of people that are doctors are because our parents were doctors and they have this expectation or, you know, dad was a lawyer. So I'm going to be a lawyer like dad, or um, even my eight-year-old, he was saying he wants to work in the elevator trade. Cause that's what my husband does. So we see those things. And then my 17 year old's looking at aerospace engineering. And I'm just like, my mind is blown that he's like thinking so big and like something that I never even, I don't even know if I know exactly what they do. Yeah. Like I'm learning you know, through his expert exploration and, you know, what he's trying to accomplish and where he sees himself going. And it's so cool to see like him step outside of those zones and seeing what else is possible and what other things are out there in the world. So Lena, I could talk to you all day long. Um, I love (laughs) our conversations, but before we go into rapid fire questions, I'd love for you just to share a little bit, like what's next for you, like with your business, what's coming up. Um,
1: what do you want well, to share with us? Well, what I what uh, the first thing that I think about um, when you ask that is that I really love to speak. You know, I really, as you can tell, um, but not just to have conversations. But I really love all the opportunity, and I want to take the moment to thank you again. Um, I love the opportunity to be able to get out and and speak about. All of these ideas and how we can shift our results by starting to shift our thinking, and and all of that. So I am looking forward to having more speaking engagements coming up in in the n- near future and out there um, as well. And. Um, just being able to share and exchange ideas. I love doing one-to-one coaching. I'm sure that I'll continue to do that as well. Um, But I love being in the atmosphere of, of people sharing ideas because I really feel like that's how we're all going to be able to lift up humanity, which for me is is really important. It's so important. It's really important to me in my coaching that I help as many women as I can um, who want to live different lives than they're living now. And that has a snowball effect and that ultimately it's not just about helping women, but we all go out and touch so many more women and touch so many more men it's just it's it's the world it's elevating everybody
0: yeah and it's that like I love seeing your journey like the through line as you've been sharing today like from that morning waking up and identifying that you were bored and that something had to change and like the way that you know the universe showed up and put things in place just when we need them just when we least expect them and when we have so much to give back to that space so I so appreciate you just sharing your story and like I think it's so beautiful when we can like see the connections in our past and like how things bring us yeah thank um, you to the to flourish in the way that we are today so I so appreciate you sharing your story and being here um we're gonna do some rapid fire questions um okay I always joke I'm like it's mostly for me because I'm super curious um but my first question is um are you binge watching anything on TV or binge reading anything right now? Like what is like your downtime look like? Um,
1: So I am binge watching on YouTube. Okay. Okay, I made it through like a year and a half of being sheltered in place without getting sucked into all the screen time. And then I discovered YouTube. So um, so I binge watch a lot of decorating, a lot of British decorating, um, home decor, and um, uh, Parisian real estate, English countryside real estate, um, Northern Italy. So there's always, whatever I'm binging, there's always um, a travel component to it as well, because I use all of it. It's, it's, it's entertainment <clears throat> and education and travel all rolled yeah. into it for me.
0: Oh, I love it. And I love that you're, I, I haven't even explored YouTube for that type of, um, information. So that's fun, especially mm-hmm. because like, I don't know about you, but if I see like an open house sign, or a a new model track home or something like that. I'm like, oh, I want to go in and look. I want to see the decorations. I want to get ideas. And not that I implement them very often. I always get really inspired and then life happens. And, you know, I don't come back to it typically, (laughs) but But I love. But you got inspired.
1: That's the thing. You got the inspiration Mm -hmm. jolt and you are surrounded. Here's the thing. I have to just say this word out loud and, and give credit to a dear friend of mine who said, I want to be surrounded by beauty and I'm like yeah me too yeah and you too right as much as we can do that as much as we can create that in our lives beauty and love yeah and so much of that comes from inspiration
0: yeah so powerful too like to like Finding beauty in every day and finding like grateful, like things to be grateful for and gratitude, looking yeah. Looking at like the silver lining, right? Like, so coachy of us in some ways, but like, that's like where we find the beauty. That's where we, you know, really can start to be inspired and thrive. And I know like so many of my ideas when I think about, you know, all the content I create as a business owner and conversations I have with clients, like, there's so much beauty that comes in from those places and they come from the least expected, usually. So I love that tie through. Yeah. And then when you need to like reset, reflect, recharge, what is your go-to thing to do or place to go or thing to do?
1: Um, I love my wraparound porch. Mm -hmm. I live on my wraparound porch during the seasons when I can do that, which thankfully where I live is most of the year. I probably spend at least a couple of minutes of almost every single day of the year on the porch. Um, So there's that. I go outside with a cup of tea. Uh, Yeah, I am never far from a cup of tea, and a cup of tea is never far from me. Um, And I just sit and um, pray. I pray. I'm a prayer. Good. and and so there's the quiet time the the being still and knowing time and there's also taking a walk around my beautiful neighborhood as well so sometimes i want the sitting stillness and sometimes i want the movement and still being still here in my thoughts um but those are the two things really um and if it's coming after a day if i if i need a reset from a very hectic very busy experience of whatever it might have been that's that's binging beautiful video time and i can just kind of you know zone go. out and just yeah. enjoy <laughs> yeah disengage i can be watching i can be taking in as much as i take in
0: but i don't have to be thinking about it yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And if you could name one person who has impacted or been like a major influence in your life, who would you name and why?
1: Oh, okay. Let's see. Just one person who's been a major influence. I'm going to go with the first person because other like three or four people have have followed after that. But um, I have a a very close friend a very dear friend who, um, who I won't name, um, but everyone who knows me and her will know who it is. Um, And I'm choosing, she's the first person that came to me because as I've been on this journey of evolving, I've been watching her on her journey of evolving. And she has just provided such a really committed, lovely, special model of how to grow with grace. Mm
0: -hmm. Beautiful. Lena, if I could buy you a plane ticket today and send you anywhere in the world as a thank you for being on the podcast, where would you go and why? <laughs> Paris, Paris. Paris. I,
1: I, I let you finish the question, but I was going to blurt it out the minute ah! you said Paris. Um, so here's the other way that the universe, sometimes God answers our requests in a way that we had absolutely no idea that we were being answered right for our good and it takes some stepping back and getting some perspective so i have been saying for i don't know how many years i'm going to live in paris at least for three months because apparently that's the general length of a tourist visa 90 days and um I kept saying it, and I said, I'm going to speak it into being, and I am going to, um, you know, I'm going to have my business at a certain level, and I'm going to have my life commitments at a certain level, and I'm going to be ready, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to, and I even wrote it on my bathroom mirror. I have a red lipstick that is the lipstick I use only to write on my bathroom mirror, and I wrote it, um, Paris 2020. And it was up there for about 18 months. And I envisioned myself stepping off the plane in January, being there for three months, January, February, March, maybe seeing if I could extend it, maybe coming back. I didn't have that clear, but that was the part I saw. And then as 2019 went on, I realized in a lot of different ways, well, okay, that's not gonna happen, so that's okay. And so if I had been in Paris in March of 2020. You would have stayed. (laughs) I would have stayed.
0: A lot longer than you
1: intended, but a lot longer than I intended. (laughs) Or I might have had only 24 hours to leave because I have heard about people who were in other places, which they were like, if you're not a citizen out out. Yeah. Right. So we don't know what that would have looked like, but God knew that that was not where I needed to be at that time. Yeah. So, but Darlene, if you want to
0: buy me that plane ticket. Yeah. Anytime. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm fulfilling all the travel plans for all the people, especially my guests, because how fun would it be to all go on these excursions? And I always yes. joke, I'm like, I'll come with you. I'm like, cause every time somebody shares where they want to go, it like prompts me. We're like, Ooh, now I want to go there too. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Lena, it's been so much fun having you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and sharing just about your love for supporting other people and doing the amazing work that you're doing. I know people are going to want to find you and connect. Where should they go? Well, uh, okay. I have a really long name. I'll spell it,
1: but my website, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be in the show notes. too. It'll Google. be in the show. notes. Okay. So I won't spell it, but it's, um, my website is Lena I always say that my parents didn't have any concept of email addresses no. when, you know, right. <laughs> but so there's that, but also, um, I'm not on social media a lot. I'm not everywhere, but if you are on um, Instagram or Facebook, I am at have more love because that's what I want for everyone in whatever way, shape, or form that takes for each individual person. And other than that, maybe coming to a Zoom screen or stage near you in person in the very near future
0: absolutely and you have spoken it so it will happen
1: thank you
0: (laughs) lena thank you so much for being here always a pleasure chatting with you Um, that's another wrap of the attract and stand out podcast Um, as i always end with i believe in you you're allowed to stand out you're allowed to shine you're allowed to be you i'll see you guys next week have an amazing day Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you love the show, leave a review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. As a special thank you, I want to offer you a free gift, my Uncover Your Niche workbook and video training that helps you become unforgettable to your audience. You can sign up at DarleneHolly.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. In the meantime, have an amazing week and we will talk soon.